0: The current spoiler warning level is Cedrine. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Butterscotch. We're talking about a decently long line of machines that starts with some stuff from Gundam Seed and some, you know, spin-off material there that is all GGP-friendly. And then we get into some variants from uh, Seed Stargazer. And at that point, it's a machine that's like, eh, you know... It's it's somewhat important. It's not, like, a, a big spoiler, I would say, but it's somewhat important to Stargazer. And so, you know, if you want to tap out there, there'll be a spoiler warning there. And then we talk about a machine that it evolves into from Seed Destiny. And at that point, if you haven't seen Seed Destiny, please tap out. I know it's a grunt. We get into variants, it gets very spoilery about plot stuff. So, uh, Please take us seriously and tap out if you don't want to hear that, and otherwise, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. Tis the season. To be jolly, I'm Six Zetmar from Scanline Media. Dylan?
1: And I'm Dylan.
0: <laughs> Dylan just forgot <laughs> what third part was. this was.
1: No, 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 I didn't think, I, I for some reason, like, the way you ended that sentence, my brain was like, wait, are you going to follow that up? And I'm like, wait, no, I guess, no, I guess I'm doing it. Hey everybody, it's Dylan.
0: <laughs> it's jolly old Saint Dylan.
1: Not a saint. Don't don't even. Ain't
0: don't... that the truth?
1: <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, hold on, hold on. It's it's not rude when I say it about myself. It is rude when other people say it.
0: Right, but I'm constantly rude to you. Oh, um,
1: uh, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so six, we have, we have dice to roll and, uh... We do
0: have dice to roll. I'm, 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 i I was frankly stalling a little bit while I did a little bit of cleanup because of some, some situations where things didn't get moved. You know, it's the classic, right? Where something gets rolled on the listener requests and then I don't fix it on the main list. Yeah, and then
1: it's on our main list and we got the crossover, yeah. Uh, six, out of curiosity, have you seen that, uh, have you seen that Geburra Tetra Kai, uh, robot spirits they're doing?
0: I have, Yeah.
1: It looks so fucking good. Um, I, I ended up securing it for Christmas for myself, even though it's not out until June! Um, but, it's fine. I, look, I, I, so here's the thing with that. That's also one of those, I never thought I would even get a toy, let alone a model kit, uh, things. Or, Mm -hmm. sorry, other, you know. Uh, sorry, other way around. Never get a model kit, let alone, like, even a toy, because um, usually toys are actually... It, it depends, right? Like, you'll get... You have some mobile suits that are, like, side-story mobile suits that actually have no model kits but do have figures. And then you have a lot of things that have models but not figures. It's kind of weird where that, like, kind of ends up. Because, like, the Full Armor Hiyakushiki Kai has a figure. Uh, it has an old GFF. And actually, the Gabriel Tetra Kai had an old GFF as well. But this... Oh, actually, I'm thinking about selling. We did a. Gebur- did we do the Guburo Tetra? Yeah, we did. We actually might want to do a little bit of cleanup. Uh, talking about this because they changed the design of the Kai. Uh, when they got Mikaki Taka hmm. to design it now. Well, because the original art of it is that it is by Mikaki Taka is only of the upper torso, and not like the lower half or the backpack or anything. Like it's not visible, and. Hajima Kotoki did an interpretation of it for the GFF figure, but when they're doing this for anime, they got Mika Akitaka to do his own design for it, and he actually changed what it looks like quite a bit uh, from the rear and, like, the lower half and stuff. So something I just realized, we could put that on the cleanup. Anyway, I think it's really cool, and, yeah. Sad that it's a Christmas present that's going to take me six months to get but, eh.
0: Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes
1: how p bandai goes okay have you had enough time for the cleanup
0: oh yeah oh, cool yeah. so let's go ahead and figure <laughs> That's out what why we're i doing. decided to
1: go on this ride.
0: okay roll of the dice um i guess it's just a d6 these days yeah to see what list
1: yeah and actually it's gonna be funny too because even when um even when like they cover c destiny and all that it's still only gonna be six because we already have ce there <laughs>
0: Well, it might become, uh, it might become seven because the seed list might become long enough that it needs two halves.
1: Mm, that's true. Um. But we did cover some of the longer ones from Seed Destiny as spoilers already.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But, anyway.
0: Speaking of which, we did roll Cosmic Era.
1: Alright, what did we, what did we roll? What, what's the sub-roll?
0: The GAT or Gat 01.
1: Okay, so that's a Gundam, right? Oh no, wait, no, it's not. Uh it's not Gat X, it's just Gat. Is this the Dagger? No. No. The Gat 01, right? Uh-huh. It's not the Dagger, is it?
0: So it's the Strike Dagger.
1: Okay, Strike Dagger, yeah. That's what I For bet. some
0: yeah. Like, I always I always had it in my head there was a machine just called the dagger, and there isn't, actually.
1: Well, uh, uh, well hold on, hold on.
0: Okay, maybe this is gonna get complicated. Yeah, but, this is gonna get complicated. Oh right, there is, oh right. There's the prototype they didn't yeah, the, the That isn't listed the on the wiki weirdly. It it is, it's just not listed as related because they're stupid and bad at this. Um,
1: oh right,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. The oh, A one. I forget. Right, did we ever um, talk about that? What, how the wiki's stupid and bad? I no, think no, no.
1: Did we ever talk about the dagger? <laughs> the Also known as the 105 dagger?
0: No, I mean, that's... Well, okay. hang I thought, on, actually? Hmm. Because,
1: well, because I thought we talked about the, the other variant of it at one point. I thought I... Oh, no! Did we talk about that on the Mobius episode?
0: <laughs> You're or, asking me questions I cannot answer until I find the spreadsheet. Yeah. Where's the... Uh, Mechanista covered one.
1: Yeah. Oh, I only have the on. MS. I only have the MS list on call. I don't have our uh, covered units on call. I just it just hit me because I'm like, wait a minute, right? Because we covered the Mobia Zero, which.
0: <sighs> There's unit tracking. Uh well, hasn't hasn't been updated in a little bit. I need to do another update to this, but um, I'm just gonna search for GAT and see what we get. And, of course, uh, 58 hits, because it sucks Let's in here. Okay, we did Gun Barrel Dagger.
1: So we did talk about the Gun Barrel Dagger, okay.
0: But it looks like that's the only dagger we did.
1: Okay, okay, I couldn't remember- Oh,
0: and, oh, oh, and Buster Dagger.
1: Oh, right, because that was probably during the Buster episode, Okay. The dagger gets weird because it is not only its own unit with its own variants, but also has a bunch of relations to other units, and that's why I wanted to check this. Mm -hmm. Because we talked about the gun barrel dagger during the Mobius Zero episode, and we talked about the buster dagger during the other one. Okay, cool. Now I know. Alright, well, I guess we do have to kind of start... This is funny how this ends up. Sorry, I was just looking at a thing. Anyway, should we start with the Dagger A1 since it's the prototype?
0: Well, or should why? we? Because, I mean, is it the prototype? I think it's just the rival design. I mean, like, it seems like it was started first. Oh, no, because first. it
1: gets turned into its own thing, yeah, which is the... Oh, my God. I mean, See, cause, and also
0: there's there's just the fact that it's A1, which implies that it is a successor to the O1. It's O1A1, which means it comes later. Yeah. So probably I what I would assume... Is that they started the project first, which is why it's called the Dagger, but it didn't finish. It took longer than they expected.
1: The history even mentions, actually, the Strike Dagger is basically... The A1 was their planned unit, and then the Strike Dagger is what actually practically happened. Because they were like, we need to strip down and rush production because we need actual mobile suits, so fuck this other thing we're building. We're gonna build a different new thing. Hmm... So that's. I guess I guess
0: we do the strike dagger line than the than the regular dagger line. Does that seem reasonable?
1: Um. Well, here's the thing. I'm looking at the. Sh- oh yeah, because the strike dagger doesn't get turned. Seed is a weird fucking universe, isn't it? Because <laughs> I'm looking at it, and yeah, the strike dagger doesn't get turned into all the other dagger variants, other than one of them.
0: Well, I mean, I think it makes a kind of sense, right? Because what happens is we get they they're they're like okay, we have to rush to get the strike dagger out the door. And that's a stopgap. And so they use use it for a few more things, but the dagger is what they actually wanted to make. So once it's ready, that's the base they use going forward. Yeah.
1: Well, okay, we'll talk about... Well, let's start with the Strike Dagger. We'll just do what we rolled. So, the Strike Dagger. This is the mass production mobile suit seen in Gundam Seed. Uh, This is used by um, the Earth Alliance, uh, and it is basically, uh, given the name, it is based on the Strike Gundam. Um... It is kind of a downgraded unit, it does not allow for use of the striker pack system, it does not have phase shift armor, uh, it is just a basically a very simple mobile suit that the Earth Alliance can actually have, because as we know, the Earth Alliance doesn't really have mobile suits at this point, they just have jets.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, obviously the, um, the strike is the, you know, RX-78 of Seed, right? Yeah. But there are ways in which that comparison is less apt- um there are basically no ways in which the strike dagger is not just a gym
1: yeah speaking of which so for the head we've got a head with a so it's kind of an interesting gym head because it does have like a forehead jewel just with no v-fin attached you've got your mohawk camera you've got you know like the kabuto helmet style like you know outer helmet around a face uh it's got little vents around the cheek areas surrounding the face. On the sides of the head, you've got these, like, little round parts that have head Vulcans. It does have a single antenna, which, actually, you know, I'm okay with. I always like when they break up, like, head designs with something like that, so. Um. Finally, the face. You've got sort of a, uh, like, what if the Gundam had a flat face with no detail, and it's got kind of, like, instead of, like, a separate chin, just, like, almost like a chin guard around it. And instead of eyes, of course, it has a visor. Though its visor is very narrowed compared to, say, a gym. So it almost looks like it's wearing, like, sunglasses or something.
0: In every flashback in Transformers, you see a dozen of these motherfuckers die for Optimus Prime.
1: <laughs> um, For the torso... So it's really interesting, they removed the striker system, but if you look at the torso, it still has some of, the, like, the elements that are supposed to be attributed to the striker system, namely, like you've got those like bars on the torso there like around the collar um Mm -hmm. and for the torso it's basically a simplified strike torso right you've got like the little vent holes uh it's a blue upper torso you've got a central cockpit hatch with a gray cover um you've got a little red torso piece and then uh the white piece connecting into the waist um very simple in design the shoulders same thing Still have the striker system mounts, but apparently it cannot mount striker packs. So even though it's got like the shoulder pauldrons where it's got like the little rails that are on the shoulders of the strike on the top, and you've got a little bit of a rail on the bottom too, like gray armor railing. um For the bicep, you've got the little arm bar bicep where it's got like a. It's just got like a bar on the bicep to reinforce it, I guess. It's just a thing that comes up on a some of the seed suits because the strike also mm. has these um yeah though funnily enough compared to the strike they're actually located in a different spot on the strike they are halfway up the arm on this or oh, sorry on the strike they're at the end like where the the, the they, it kind of touches the joint whereas here it's halfway up the arm just interesting minor change um for the forearms uh just simple forearm with a blue guard uh, wrapped around the wrist and then going back as kind of like ba- basically just extra armor on the arm. It's basically like it has little small arm shields with how the design looks. Mostly just because like like we get lots of armor on in in on Gundam type or er, uh on mobile suits within Gundam. But the way that this hangs specifically is what makes me think of it is like very shield like. Because you can kind of see, like, the way it pops up on the elbow. It's got, like, a hollow cavity in there. So it almost feels like it's wearing, like, you know, bracelets with arm guards on them or something. hmm Um, and then the hands are hands. For the waist, uh, some crotch piece, uh, basically, like, an elongated hexagon. Um, no details, no fake Federation V, nothing. Um, the front skirt, same thing, very undetailed, albeit I'll, I'll there's, like, a little square... Like a lined area on the top uh front plate of armor um these side skirts are also simple. you've got like kind of like this half circle shape it's kind of an among, among us um with a tilted visor, which is a uh which is used for storing weapons uh is it the rear skirt let's see is it just one piece yep, it's just a big one piece rear skirt with a little thruster in the middle um for the legs uh You've got thighs that are actually a bit more detailed than I'd expect from this era, weirdly. Mainly because not only do they have a lot of lines on them, but they actually have, like, some embossing. Uh, like, like the armor around the the front and, the like, where the joint is is a little thicker than the armor around the back, which is just kind of interesting. Um, then you've got very basic joints, uh... The knees, also pretty simple. You've just got kind of like, the, you do have like separate knees, uh, though they're not. It's weird. They're not. I wouldn't say they're not prominent, but they're just not like. When we get knees as separate parts on mobile suits, they tend to be like a bit more detailed and like stick out a bit more. These are, these just feel kind of like you got a big knee and it's got like a little blue piece on it. Um, the calves, you've got like a little wrap around. Uh, red piece on the top of the calf otherwise it's just oh also should note these are not like white they are like kind of like um it's almost like the color the double zeta is you know that kind of like gray blue that sometimes comes up or i guess sometimes with the double zeta it's more like a green like a mint green um what would be more accurate for this i know i've seen this color get used on gundams would it be like the ground gundam that uses this
0: no i mean i i think of this as just being like i do think I don't know that I've seen this necessarily this shade very much, but it does remind me of that like uh near the end of Double Zeta and then especially a lot of like uh Shars counterattack of that style of this sort of like substituting white. Interestingly, so our timing is is pretty fortuitous. Um The strike dagger is HG is up on P Bandai right now. Oh, is it um, and so we could use some images of that for reference. Um because as is often the case. Um, I think it looks a little better in its H G than in its oh, seed art. I
1: know. yeah, of course. I mean that's just all of Seed's designs. Yeah. Like that, look at exactly. the head. It looks a lot cooler.
0: Yeah. I still think this guy's a nerd, but you know.
1: Yeah. Well it's just interesting because like models tend to redo the proportions in a way like like the side skirts are huge on the model kit. But in well, a way that makes them relatively speaking
0: huge compared to the art. They're still yeah, they're actually still pretty small. small side skirts, but yeah. yeah
1: but like compared to what they're supposed to quote unquote supposed to look like it's just really mm-hmm. interesting how like sometimes just doing the modern proportions on these kits whether in master grade or even in high grade just helps them a lot in my opinion Cause I, mm-hmm. again we've talked about it I just think Okawara's art in the 2000s I love him as a designer he's a great designer just think his art for Seed especially is kind of boring
0: um, yeah that's fair
1: Back of the calves, you've got little thrusters on the back. Um, and then you've got a little bit of visible frame, like, you know, on the ankle there. No ankle guard, surprisingly. It actually, it's interesting because it makes the ankles feel very bare compared to, like, your usual, like, mobile suit. Because mm-hmm. it's just, there's nothing there. Um, and then the feet are kind of your standard style Gundam feet where you've got, like, a front section, you know, red foot with a little white armor plate on top it has like a little thruster or some such in the middle uh and then you've got like a separate heel that is also like a big red piece um and then finally the backpack incredibly simple backpack and again no striker capability apparently so you've got a beam saber holster on one side so it's got you know the gym style it's got one beam saber um and it's just got one big square thruster on the back that looks kind of like it can move up and down and that's basically it very yeah. simple backpack. Um, it does
0: make use of that hard point. It can attach a parachute pack, which you can see uh, some good art of it in the uh, on the H the P Bandai HG. Oh um, yeah. I really like the look of this backpack. It gives me very like one year war look.
1: Yeah, the parachute version of the backpack is actually really nice because it's yeah, it's like a proper like landing. I I just like the design of it. It looks like a cool landing backpack.
0: Yeah, it has, like, the four angled, uh, angled verniers you'd see from, like, a Gundam Mark II or for, like, some of the, like, Zaku variants and has, like, side vents and stuff. It's sort of one of the touchstones I come to a lot is the um, Zaku Mine Layer backpack when I think of these, like, big, bulky gray ones.
1: Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, um, though, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's very interesting that also this machine does not do the striker system, but it is kind of covered in hard points because you have the one on the backpack. You have the ones on the side skirts for the weapons, and you actually have ones on the sides of the legs as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they wanted to, and they just had to scrap that plan for this version.
1: Yeah. Um, for armaments, uh, we've got the it, it has vulcans. I'm not. I, I hate always doing Igel Stolung multi barrel CIWS. No, it's it's it, it it's vulcans. Um, <clears throat> it is only on the left side of the head, though, so it only has one set of Vulcans, or one Vulcan, rather than a set of Vulcans. Does have a single beam saber uh, stored on the backpack. Does have a beam rifle, which is uh, a mass production beam rifle. Um, It's the first, I guess it's the Is it the first mass production beam rifle we see? Are the Jins using just machine guns generally?
0: (laughs) Yes, the Jins are using just uh, ballistic rifles.
1: Okay, I couldn't remember. I guess that makes sense given the whole... Ah, yeah, the the Strike Gundam resists all this because of phase shift. It's just... Brain didn't remember. Um. Anyway, the Beam Rifle is s- s- somewhat based on the one from the uh, Dual Gundam, though it has a bit more of its own unique design. Um, does have an underslung grenade launcher like the Dual's, though. Again, much smaller grenade launcher than the one on the Dual, because the Dual tends to just basically slap a giant missile on the bottom of it um mm-hmm. but yeah apparently uh parts of this beam rifle seem similar to the Gau 8m2 52 millimeter machine gun is that a real gun
0: uh, that's a Gau, so that that probably is let me look this up um
1: uh oh no it is not
0: no this is a this is a
1: this is the thing that hyperion uses i guess
0: huh okay whatever
1: weird okay
0: Sure. Weird that they... Huh. Weird that they would use actual weapon terminology when they're so... They usually don't. Huh.
1: Yeah. Um, that's... That, you know... Seed's weird. Um... And okay. then we have it has a shield. It's an anti beam shield. Every shield in Gundam Seed is an anti beam shield. As someone who's played Gundam Breaker can attest, you will have a uh-huh. whole list of things called anti beam shields, and you're like, okay, well, which one's which? Now, hold on, I, mean, I want to find also, a stray one. Or you also
0: have fucking a whole list of fifty seven millimeter beam rifles from Seed because they're yep. obsessed with that too.
1: Yep. Um. And then of course we brought up the parachute pack. Yeah, the dagger. It's... It does what it does, right? It is a mass production mobile suit with a beam rifle, a shield, and a beam saber. Um... Yeah. You know. These, uh... The... The... It's really funny, because the first time it gets used is, uh... They get fucking EMP'd. And so they just get destroyed. Uh... I mean, you know.
0: So, you know... No problems.
1: Um... So, then we've got... Variants for this, right? Or, one variant, I should say.
0: The yes, one, this is
1: Well, yeah, one we, variant... One
0: variant that, that gets developed into one more thing, so...
1: Yeah. Uh, so, we've got the GAT-01D Long Dagger. This actually changes up the design pretty significantly. Um, so, befitting that this is no longer... Uh, like, capable of doing... Uh, the Striker System stuff elements that have changed so on the head the head design has changed it now has a separate chin uh piece which just makes the chin look bigger and it's got an extra antenna put onto the front of the head um trying to see does it have still only one uh vulcan no it does have two uh vulcans now so those are symmetrical now though i do like the asymmetry of like the two head antenna um well yeah
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of rendered a little inconsistently. I guess it's mostly just the one, um, in in, okay, I saw one piece of art, which was SD Gundam Capsule Fighter Online, which makes them symmetrical. Everyone else was like, no, they're asymmetrical. Never yeah. mind. Jump to a conclusion.
1: Uh, anyway, moving on, uh, the torso, um, the torso is definitely, like, it looks reinforced, because the front of it is now much bulkier, especially, like, around the cockpit area.
0: hmm Um,
1: uh I think yeah. also actually I'm wondering did they move the cockpit hatch to the top of it because it does have that little hatch on top and I know that a lot of mobile suits and seed actually use the top mounted uh cockpit hatch.
0: They might have that that it does look like the what is normally the cockpit block on this design looks pretty solid. Um
1: Yeah. Um the um shoulders though this is what I was talking about with like oh also the vents actually have like little visible pieces. Yeah they're they're
0: pieces, GP style.
1: Yeah. Um, the shoulders now have completely omitted, like, having the rails on them from the, uh, you know, the strike Gundam, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're just kind of more solid one-piece shoulder pauldrons. They do have, like, a little bump in the middle. Uh, for the arms, the lower arms, it- it's interesting because they actually do not have... A- a- they they don't have as big of shield armor and how it's designed. It just kind of covers... It-, it looks like they lightened it a little bit, basically.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah.
1: Same, actually, speaking of lightning armor, though, uh, the skirt also, uh, pretty different. They basically just changed it to the dual skirt now, entirely. Um, With, like, having the two really small front skirts like that. And, actually, also from the dual Gundam, um, we get uh, pieces that resemble, like, the beam saber holsters for the dual, like, on the backpack, but now moved onto the side skirts. Like, these, like, little circular pieces with the beam sabers going through them.
0: Which is just some classic fucking... I mean, you know, whatever you want to call it. Fucking Earthnoid logic right here. It's act- That's actually kind of an inconvenient place for place them. To, to draw them, but it's like, well, it's what's the... it's what, you know, the samurai did. It's like, okay, great, guys. Thanks. Um...
1: For the rear skirt, they actually removed the rear skirt armor entirely, and now it just has uh, a single thruster in the middle. Um... For the legs, uh, very visible legs in a way that actually makes this feel weird to look at because you're not usually seeing this much leg on a mobile suit. Um, mm-hmm. Just because the front skirt is, you know, basically non-existent and there's no rear skirt either. Um, but uh, the legs look a bit more reinforced than the original uh, just because you only have like a little bit that's the thinner armor on the back middle uh, of the uh, thigh rather than, you know, just like the whole back being... Uh, slightly thinner in armor Mm -hmm. uh for the lower legs the knees have been simplified a little they're almost like these are almost like um oh what do these remind me of ah there's a specific suit i'm thinking of these legs are very like simple uh, like simple in design though because like the knee instead of it being like a separate knee now it's just all the leg right like the it doesn't look like the knee itself is a separate piece it's just all one big armor piece for the knee and the leg and everything right uh, I I do like the way it looks, um, and then the uh, si- the calves similar design actually to the original, uh, complete with having a little you know color piece on the top rounded bit. Um, on the back, the thrusters look like they've been upgraded a little. They go out further and they're like a dual set of thrusters. Mm-hmm. Um, then feet. Uh, same design for the feet and no ankle armor or anything. Uh, and then the backpack you. Have a slightly larger... It's still a simple backpack, but it's larger and sticks out a bit more and has, like, a larger thruster. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the long dagger here. Uh, this is a dagger based more on the Dual gun
0: <laughs> Which you know, makes sense, because basing, a, a basing something that isn't moddable on the strike is dumb.
1: Yep. Uh, so, uh... The Apparently, the early weakness of the Long Dagger was that it didn't have good EMP shielding, just like the Strike Dagger, though they ap- eventually rectified this. Sure. Um. Eventually, they do develop it into... They they make an upgraded unit, which kind of makes sense.
0: Well, we have a fair bit of equipment to talk about.
1: Uh Oh, wait, yeah, sorry, I forgot. It does have... Oh, right, this also can use the Fortestra. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, yeah. Sorry about that, so... This has the Fortestra pack, which is basically the Dual Gundam's Assault Shroud, but simplified and applied to a gym. Uh, it looks pretty good, actually, on this.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's not pretty bad.
1: blocky in a way I like. Um, So, yeah.
0: It's very funny looking at this because, like, I feel like if you, ha- if you put this up on my computer and then had me look at it from across the room, I'd be like, oh, it's a Thunderbolt design. Just because of the colors and, like, the extra shields and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. It's... I, I quite like it, though, because, yeah, like, so... The 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 main changes that the Fortestra does, it adds some extra armor to the torso, so even more armor. Mm-hmm. Um, it adds, onto the shoulders, some big shoulder pieces. um One side has what appears to be, I assume, a linear cannon, uh, kind of like the one on the Dual Gundam. And then yeah, on the other is. side, it's a missile pod. Uh, and then also at the end of the shoulders, you've got, like, these little shields that... Look like they have thrusters on the bottom of them, which I quite like. I I, I always love when you have shoulder shields like that, so Mm -hmm. I I think they look pretty cool. Um, And now the arms have beefed up to not only having as much armor as the original, now they have more armor than the original. (laughs) Um, Then you've got uh, a piece added to the central crotch area that now makes it kind of square, and it actually has, like, It's not the fake Federation V, but it is like, oh, we put the little yellow piece on the top, you know? Right. Uh, Like, a little piece on top. Uh, Then, uh, two very simple giant blocks of front skirt armor that just kind of plug into the dual Gundam skirts. Uh, No rear skirt added, though, funnily enough. Uh, Still don't need that. Um, Which, you know, if you're getting shot in the back, I guess that you have more issues to worry about than just your rear skirt getting shot. Mm -hmm. Um, The, uh... The legs have a pretty beefy amount of armor put on it. I quite like these, um, really large knee armor. Uh, you know what the shape of this reminds me of a little bit is actually from something uh, in Moon Gundam. It kind of reminds me of like the uh, the Gym Three like full armor. Uh, sure, bulldog. sure.
0: I I mean the they're a little less than that even because the bulldogs are just gigantic. But yeah, but I see it's what you're just
1: that, the big knees like that though, like really big. Mm -hmm. Just for, even, like, for a full armor suit here. Um, it's got, like, some extra thrusters added all over the legs, uh, on the calves. Like, you have two that are actually pointed at the front, and then uh, a couple sets pointed at the back on the outer part. Um, and then a pretty significant amount of ankle armor now, both on the front and on the back. Uh, though the back ankle armor, it's not really ankle armor, it's more just, like, leg armor, because the back of the ankle is still exposed, but, you know, same idea. Uh, And then, oh, finally, uh, it adds a bigger piece to the backpack with just a lot more thrusters, which I actually really like it because it adds the thing I like from the Assault Shroud, which is the cool, like, scoop on the underside of the thruster there. I just, Mm -hmm. I like the way that looks. Uh, The is cool. It looks cool. I like it.
0: Yeah, it's Um, a good look.
1: Yeah, so it has um, all the standard equipment of uh, of the Strike Dagger, you know, uh, but also it has the 115mm linear cannon on the right shoulder, an 8-tube missile pod on the left shoulder, and, oh, sorry, the beam rifle it uses, it actually uses the either the Strike Dagger one or the Dual Gundam one. It, it swaps between them. Hmm. Um, interesting thing uh, with the uh, linear cannon that you, that you can't really see too well in the art, it has an interesting clip because the clip goes in at an angle, which I think is kind of neat. It's got, like, a big angled clip there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. um, Probably not easier for the mobile suit to switch it itself, but probably easier to switch it, like, okay, we're, I'm back on the hangar now. I can just add ammo this way.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's on the shoulder. It's already going to be pretty difficult for the, the suit to be able to reload it, so.
1: Mm-hmm. And as mentioned here for the Fortestra, it's like, despite having high versatility, the long dagger's armor and firepower are weak. To remedy these issues, a set of add-on equipment known as the Fortestra, meaning strong dress, was developed. Uh, not a part of the Long Dagger's original design. It was created based on the Archangel's re- records of the Dual Gundam's data. Um, so, basically, it's it's the Assault Shroud. It's a mm-hmm. similar idea. Uh, Reverse cuts down the mobility, kind of. but adds protection and adds some weapon. And adds some thrusters to still improve mobility, but it's still a problem under gravity. Mm-hmm. Um... Apparently, originally, this was going to be called the Dual Dagger, but the name change happened because the military didn't want to name a mobile suit after a unit that was uh, captured by the enemy.
0: Oh, there is one other feature that's neat about this. Um, When you detach the Fortestra, it does a flashbang.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Just to give it time to to shift modes, which is neat.
1: That's actually... Yeah, no, that's actually a pretty neat idea. That, That makes sense. Um... Yeah. Hey, they
0: change, uh But uh, for our successor suit, hey, they changed their mind about the naming thing.
1: Yeah, they just named it the Dual Dagger. Then. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the it's now. the same design. It's just colored like the dual. It is. Yeah, it's literally the same design. It Which even is uh, better colors? It looks. Yeah, cooler. I do. I do like these <laughs> colors actually. I, I don't know though. I kind of like the weird colors on the original long dagger because it has like this like weird. It reminds you of, like, the the colors that you have for, like, the gyms and stuff in 0083 Stardust Memory. Like, where it's got, like, this very, like, ground-style coloration, like, orange and, like, tan and gray.
0: It's funny, because the the, the phrase that came to mind is, like, sun-bleached eggplant. But, I don't know if that means anything to anyone, so I apologize. Uh, (laughs) That
1: is a funny way of putting that, though. But, yeah, the dual dagger, it's, you know, that's what it is. Um, yep. alright, so now, what do we do now, Six?
0: Um, now we just go back to the dagger.
1: Okay, alright, uh, alright, yeah. Um, let's see if I can find the dagger then. Dagger, I will I note,
0: uh, related to the strike dagger is the, uh, Gil's Gay, but we've already talked about it.
1: Oh, we did? Okay, I can not remember if we talked about the Gil's Gay.
0: Yep, we took care of it. Okay,
1: alright, The 105 Dagger, a.k.a. the Dagger, a.k.a. the GAT-01A1 Dagger. This is the original intended mass production suit made by the Earth Alliance, uh, based on the Strike Gundam as well. Um, This one is, in fact, capable of using the Striker Packs, uh, and we will talk about those. But first, for the design, the head... This is a pretty cool design, actually. I actually really like this one, and I'm sad this isn't what they did in the show, because this is a pretty cool-looking gym-like. Um, Namely, the thing I like about it, so, you know, Mohawk camera, forehead jewel, two swept-back antenna, kind of like the V the secondary V-fin on the Strike Gundam, but no, like, primary on this, so it's just two swept-back antenna, and then actually mm-hmm. two more, like, smaller antenna behind those antenna, which I-, I just think the look of it's pretty neat. Um, On the side of the head, you've got Little rounded areas with head Vulcans. Uh, you got some vents on the cheeks. For the face, you've got a gray face with a, you know, similar face to the Strike Dagger, but it's gray. And the the eyes and stuff look kind of, like, more mean on this than they do on the Strike Dagger to me. I don't know why, it's just they look a bit more narrowed in a way that, like, I don't know, this looks meaner. They do. In a way that's cool. I've,
0: I feel like I would want the face mask to be a different color, because I just don't think the gray with white pairs very well. But How do you feel about is... the,
1: um, the uh, Seed MSV colors of it, which is uh, the light blue one?
0: Oh, this looks really cool.
1: And it's got gray as the primary instead of white.
0: Ah, oh, yeah, that's dope.
1: It's got, like, a weird slate gray faceplate. Um,
0: but, yeah, overall, this design is... Like, the, this head design is really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. For the torso, again, it's basically... Even closer to the strike torso than the original one. It still doesn't have those, like, bars around the uh, cockpit hatch, but, you know, you've got the simple, you know, void cockpits. You've got the little bars around the collar area. You know, you've got the three-section chest in the same style. Um, For the shoulders, again, very similar to the strike shoulders, although these are a bit more detailed than the strike daggers. Um, They have, like, little thrusters at the end of them. Uh, but they still have, like, the bar on top and on the bottom. Like, those frame bars are always, like, to me, have always been implied to be parts of the striker system, which, you know, they are, because that's where you Mm -hmm. make, like, the launcher strike parts. Just always always weird, like, the way that they implement them, though. Uh, Mm -hmm. You've got the bar biceps. You've got a slightly different wrist design. um, Still kind of the same idea, though, where you've got, like, you know, the the standard arm, and then you've got, like, an area around the wrist that then is, like, thicker armor that wraps around to the elbow. Um, does have these little, like, uh, hard points on the wrist as well. I'm assuming these are probably for, like, the uh, sword strike parts. Uh, then you've got the hands are hands. For the skirts, uh, very simple skirts. They are... you still got the hexagonal crotch plate, um, which is more similar to, like, the duel and all that. And then you've got even simpler front armor in a way because it's just the shape and then it's got like a little cut cut out on the top just like these like just very simple skirts you know for the front skirts uh the side skirts uh they are the you know like side skirts that the strike dagger has though the beam saber mounts in them are more similar to like the uh what is the the dagger uh the long dagger um finally let me get to the rear skirt okay yeah the rear skirt is just the plate with the thruster that makes sense uh for the thighs same thigh design as the strike dagger for the lower legs uh these are a little bit more detailed they're like the same exact shape even at the same hard point locations it has like an extra thruster on the inner thigh and also on the knee you've got the uh classic okawara triangle detail like the little yellow triangle with the black triangle in it um made famous during the f91 era and he continued to use them onward after that. Uh, you actually have one of those uh, over the cockpit area as well uh, should just just should mention. Uh, the legs though you do have a like the rear thruster still intact as well um, you do have ankle armor on these legs on like the other daggers uh, and then the feet slightly different design for the little hole in them these definitely feel like thrusters now just given the design of these you know like mm-hmm. little attitude thrusters um and finally the backpack is basically just you can see the big framing that like you know extends from the collar to the back there and then it just kind of has a square thruster in the middle of it um and yeah that's the dagger a1 uh it's got 40mm vulcans it's got a pair of beam sabers on the skirts uh oh no those sorry those on the feet are anti infantry guns I forgot about that oh
0: sure yeah,
1: 12.5mm sure. anti-infantry guns. Uh, they are installed to avoid the criticism that against infantry, MS weapons are overkill. That's really funny to me. I don't know why. That detail is just always... I remember, I think we read that on another suit from Seed, too. I just yeah. think it's so fucking funny. It's just, you know... Uh, they're just foot Vulcans. <laughs> and they're made at a smaller caliber to be more humane as you shoot people. That way they could possibly survive, like, a couple of bullets, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, you don't want to be inhumane about this.
1: Uh, and then, of course, it has the Gao 8M2 52mm machine gun. Uh, which is a, you know, shell-firing machine gun. Uh, it also has the, uh, 57mm beam rifle, same one as the strike dagger. Um... It also has the M703K Beam Carbine, uh, which is actually used by a variant that we'll be talking about in a little bit, Um, but yeah, it's a Beam Carbine. What what makes it a carbine? What is a carbine? A carbine
0: is just a more compact rifle, generally speaking.
1: So is it like a... Okay, so it's just a cut-down rifle, okay.
0: I mean, cut-down's a little rude, but sure.
1: I mean... I mean that's what it is, right? It's like how a a sawed-off shotgun is a cut-down shotgun.
0: No, but a sawed-off shotgun is literally a sawed-off shot. Is a literally a a carbine shotgun? They literally go at it with a saw. Yeah.
1: Okay. A carbine is not. We took a rifle and we shortened the barrel.
0: Right. It's it's we engineered it this way.
1: Okay. Now, if you were to take a rifle and cut down the barrel, which would reduce the accuracy and velocity, of course, uh, would that also make it a carbine? Though
0: I would call it a sawed-off rifle.
1: Okay. Just was curious, uh, it might make
0: it a carbine though. I guess it depends on who you ask.
1: Yep, and then of course it has the same shield as the strike dagger. Uh, it does have laminated armor. Uh, it it doesn't. It still doesn't get to have face shift armor, but it does get laminated armor. Uh, it is made of heat resistant ablative gel DPX thirty, <laughs> which is usually used by worships for atmospheric reentry. Doesn't offer any increased resistance against projectiles, but it does make beams not just blow through it.
0: It's a real crime mm-hmm. that they make gunpla of like everything around this machine, but not this machine.
1: They did actually back in the day. Um, it's an old one, sadly.
0: Oh, I've been t- I've been trying to find it on Google. And, like, uh, look up gun barrel succeeding. dagger.
1: They did a kit of the gun barrel. Oh, dagger, I did find that. I did find which that. Which is That's just true. this, but with the backpack. Okay. Uh, also, sorry, uh, my partner chimed in to say, a Sonoff rifle is a mare's leg. <laughs> so, I, I I don't know
0: what to make of that statement. Okay. <laughs> mare's
1: leg, hold on. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is the name for it. It's just, uh, huh. I guess, oh, originally the, the, where that name comes from, though, is because of, uh, t- Steve McQueen's character in the television series Wanted Dead or Alive, uh, from 19, the 1950s. And then, okay. they, and then that name just kind of stuck, I guess. Okay, okay. interesting. <laughs> Random sure. facts. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, so it has the sh- it has the capability of mounting the striker packs, including some that are unique for itself, mm-hmm. such as the aforementioned gun barrel striker, which we've talked about, uh, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, you can actually see uh, uh, the variants here: the Isle Sword and Launcher. Even though there's not really art of them. They were in the video game, um, which is, uh, what is it? Not NeverEnding Tomorrow. It's another one. Uh, Seed Battle Destiny for the PS Vita, which makes me mad always to remember because I love the Gundam battle games, and their very last hurrah was doing a Vita-exclusive Seed-focused one, which it's still apparently a fun game. It's just annoying to me that they started that series with UC, and then they decided to end it with a Seed one. Mm. Um, But you can see the sword dagger down there. As well as a launcher dagger and the Isle dagger, so, um, you know, it where's the packs? And it, it, you know, looks like what if the strike Gundam was a gem wearing the packs, right? Um, and I
0: have, for you, uh huh, a present. What is it? It's a theoretical, that you know. So I, I was like, oh, uh, did must someone have make it this. perfect? Made of course, perfect. someone made it perfect.
1: Oh. dumb, stupid machine. I Me, mean, I normally like when all the packs are worn, but I hate it with the fucking the strikes. Sometimes it just, I don't know, the colors. Why the colors?
0: Why the colors?
1: Anyway, uh, also it can wear the jet backpack, which is used on a uh, later variant. Though I don't think we have any art of that. Sadly, no, we do not. Um. Well, it wears it wears a fancier aisle strike, basically, or aisle pack. Think of it that way. What's the uh-huh.
0: difference on that?
1: Uh, the jet dagger. Hold on, let me. Uh, I'll I'll pull up the jet for you. Um, okay. The jet comes from this right here. It's just it's just a fancier aisle pack, basically.
0: Oh, it's like the it's like the the the, the, the like the lightliner.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. And it can fold the wings is the other major thing it has it for it. But anyway, alright.
0: Sure, um, that sucks.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> um, then we've got Okay, so other variants. Uh, how do we want to approach these? Okay, well, let me find the ones that aren't spoilers, actually. We talked about the Buster Dagger, so we don't have to talk about that. That machine's pretty cool. Another non-spoilery one is the N Dagger N. <laughs> this <laughs> they decided, well, we've been making dagger versions of all the Gundams, what if we made a dagger version of the uh, Blitz Gundam? And I like the Blitz Gundam, I do not like this machine.
0: It's hilarious. Um,
1: uh, Well, first first change, they gave it a Gundam head, but with like a big forehead pompadour camera. Um, yeah,
0: the pompadour it, is really uh something. The
1: thing is, it, it, it technically has the same design as the Blitz's head, but... Again, the blitz. When I think of the blitz, is not the art of the show. I think of the Master Grade, which looks pretty good. Which is the problem. This always proves to be a problem with Seed, Is I imagine a much cooler version of the suit in my head because I look at the cooler versions of the suits. You know.
0: Well, and I don't. I think the main reason that's a problem is because then you're like looking at you know stuff that doesn't have that right, and you're like this looks like shit, and it's like remember, <laughs> so did yep. this once upon a time it just looks so.
1: it's just they it, it had the pleasure of getting a master grade handled by uh our, our, our good friend b craft um so the n dagger n gundam head with a very pointy chin um this pretty what i think is an ugly shade of green as the main color yeah uh overly large v fin uh, it's for like the a forest green almost yeah for the chest you got a pretty simple chest it's got like the little swept back thrusters that are visible from the front that you know are technically part of the backpack but it's not really a backpack they're all just one piece here um similar to the blitz though you've got like a cockpit hatch that kind of evokes almost like having like a big view screen which is interesting cuz the blitz does not evoke that on its chest cockpit it just has a two tone no. cockpit but this has like a yeah. glass like a weird like almost like a glass cover
0: which i don't know if it's actually is it actually glass or is it just i don't think it blue? is
1: but it looks like it
0: It does look like it. It looks like a... uh, um, A Gugai visor, almost.
1: Yeah. Um, Then you've got... uh, For the arms, the shoulders, you've got a pretty standard set of shoulders with... uh, You know, basic armor that has a thruster at the end. Not a lot of detail on them. I guess they go out a little further than you'd expect. But nah, a lot of uh, shoulder armor actually goes out about that far. Uh, The arms themselves are also just the dagger arms... Where they get weird is the equipment that is attached to them because on the right arm you have a fucking broke version of the uh like what is it the
0: uh the rocket anchor
1: it? no the uh the trichorus effect uh, offensive shield uh on the right arm uh it's yeah the, it's uh, kind of
0: flipped isn't it
1: the the shield go there. uh no no they're in the same arms
0: well but like. The like the
1: When I say right th- arm, I mean from its perspective, its right oh, arm. Oh
0: sure. I, but the thing I'm thinking I guess I'm kind of caught up on the fact that on the other arm, on the left arm, it has a three spiked weapon, which is kind of imitating the three spiked weapon that is the trichoros.
1: No no, the Tricoros... wait, is the trichoros the three spiked weapon?
0: Yes, because it's three um Three like rails. I thought the triker like, was,
1: was the shield on the right arm. Yeah, it is. Tri- that's the right. But look, it has the
0: of. no. But look, it has the three look, rails Look at underneath. the
1: Blitz Gundam page. I'm and looking you will at
0: the Blitz Gundam right now.
1: Yeah, mounted on the left forearm, the glight is a rocket-propelled grappling hook which can be fired to grab. Right, oh. but that's not
0: a three-spiked weapon. Look under. Like I'm talking about the three like uh uh the lancer darts.
1: Yes. The, the lancer... claws are
0: visual imitation of the lancer darts.
1: Okay, sorry. I the reason I got confused is just that. Okay, yes, I guess that is the case. Uh, here's the thing: the reason I got confused is the one on the Blitz is also three claws on the left arm. Those claws. Is open it? up. The it's yellow, just... the yellow. Oh, it claws opens open up. up. You're
0: right. I forgot yes. it opens up. That's okay. why
1: I was getting confused because I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, it... no.
0: I was I was saying deeply confusing things. That's reasonable. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. All right. So. Anyway, real quick, so, right arm, uh, you've got the Shield Gewehr Offensive Shield System, which, I guess that, is that just Shield Rifle? Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, it's just the Tricoros Offensive Shield, but no darts in it at all, and it just has a mounted energy blaster, what a way of wording that, it's not a energy rifle, it's not a beam rifle, it's an energy blaster.
0: Well, it's 70 millimeter, Dylan
1: uh and it can also can it do a beam saber no no it can't it just so it can't even do a beam saber out of it like the blitz okay um and then on the left one you have the piercer lock Hakenfaust, faust which is the sequel to the gleit uh which is yeah a rocket propelled uh like anchor thing with three claws on it and you know it's on a wire so it can be pulled back um For the waist, on the left skirt, you've got two anti-armor swords. I have to mention them just because they're so visible, because this just has a pair of katanas. Uh, They are a Daito and Wakizashi.
0: Uh, However, they are, like, notably, they are not curved. They are more the, like, the idea of, like, the straight, thin anti-armor blade. Yeah, it's just punches straight through. Uh, I, I think they're kind of, I mean, I think the fact that it has the two, like, the longer and shorter one is really, like, dumb, but I like this style of sword in general, so.
1: That's fair. Um, and then, uh, on the other side, it has some, the Stiletto rocket-propelled anti-armor penetrators, which are technically on a variant we haven't talked about yet, but basically are just throwing knives that have rockets at the end of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the legs, the legs are just basically the dagger leg, other than it adds some armor to the front and to the ankle. Uh, that it, it it almost looks, like, you know, what it reminds me of is it reminds me of like weird like G Gundam art because it's got kind of like it's it's trying to look more like ceramic armor on the ankles there.
0: True, you See what I, I mean? Right? I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's weird. Um, and yeah, this is the N dagger N. Uh, it is a stealthy dagger. It has the Mirage Colloid system, so it can turn invisible. It has a Neutron Jammer canceller on it? Question mark?
0: <laughs> yes, I, it says Why is it a dagger
1: anymore? I don't- whatever.
0: It says specifically so that it can keep the Mirage Colloid going indefinitely.
1: <laughs> oh, so it could just be permanently invisible. Could you imagine if you just turn that on, and given, like, how Seed basically is convinced- Well, this nuclear energy is basically infinite- Someone turns that on, turns on the Mirage Colloid, then just parks it and leaves.
0: Uh, you are talking about a future Gundam series.
1: God. Alright. Uh, the N also stands for either Neutron or Ninja Works.
0: Well, it's got two of them, so why not both?
1: Yeah, I guess... The Neutron Dagger Ninja Works. Okay. I hate this thing used by Stephen Wiltshire. I'm sorry the fact that it's a ninja <laughs> piloted by Stephen Wiltshire is very funny to me or also by Taquito Haya Oshidati. Um but god, okay, yeah, so it's the End, though, it you know, I think it sucks. This thing sucks. It's stupid and I hate it.
0: Not great. Um, I'm not a big fan.
1: All right. And then also, okay, so now we have to go into the future, and much like the gym episode, this is going longer than I thought, but if you're cool with it, we'll keep going.
0: You know, I'm less excited, like, I'm I'm perfectly fine continuing to go. I will say, I'm less excited. I am the resident gym lover. These things are fine. I'm not, like, <laughs> they're not fun for me in the same way that gym is.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about the one that's a dead end first, then. Uh, so this okay. is going to be spoilers for Seed Stargazer.
0: After this point, we're going to talk about a couple machines from Seed Stargazer.
1: Uh, we have the fucking uh, 105 Slaughter Dagger because this is used by Phantom Pain and yeah. and they have no subtlety at all with what they are doing and what they're working on. This is a 105 Dagger That has been a little bit more heavily customized, basically. Um,
0: Oh my god.
1: uh, The color scheme has been adjusted. uh, It has a better OS. Uh, It also generally, instead of being deployed as a base unit, it is deployed with the Isle Striker by default. What's up?
0: I just... Never mind. I hadn't seen this before and I'm learning things. Please continue.
1: Okay. Doesn't really change a visual design other than the colors being... Well, much darker because they're used by Phantom Pain, so it's just black and red and gray with a little bit of yellow. Um, I will say the Isle Striker backpack looks better in those colors, though. But anyway. Um, yeah, so the, the the Isle Striker dagger is kind of the default form of it. Um, it has an extra set of beam sabers, actually, because it has the Isle Striker, so it has the side skirt beam sabers and the two backpack ones, which is kind of funny. Listen,
0: Phantom Pain doesn't run on run out of weapons.
1: Yeah. Uh, doesn't really have, like, any other additional equipment, though. All of its stuff is basically the same design as the stuff from the 105 Dagger. Though someone, luckily someone actually on this wiki bothered to put the uh, the the uh, beam carbine on this page, I believe. I think that's the same one, MX-703G? I don't know. Let's see. Was, no. No, that's a different beam rifle. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's a different beam rifle. Also, it has the... I think they might have messed up. Oh. Because that's the exact design of the dagger's of the, the daggers machine gun.
1: Ah, but they showed it as a beam rifle. Okay.
0: I mean, it could be that it's just one of those things, right? But well, that... Eh. Like, here, look at this, look at this, right? Yeah. This is the dagger firing that machine gun. It's that that's yeah. the machine gun
1: okay I see what that I means. think this
0: is just the wrong art
1: uh it actually mentions that uh okay uh apparently the high grades are what fixed this
0: I see so this is this is not an error on the wiki's part this is, uh, uh, this is th- a th- it
1: was an animation error because it fires the beam rifle and uses it as a beam rifle but it's the machine gun design and then so the model kit was just like oh it just they repurposed the frame from the machine gun and put a beam rifle
0: in. sure okay. Okay. Um, good save, good save.
1: Anyway, yep. And this is mostly used to slaughter civilians, uh, because that's what Stargazer's about. Have you seen Stargazer? No. Oh, yeah, no. The Slaughter Dagger mostly used to slaughter civilians in refugee camps and civilians in space. Well, uh, no, good Phantom job, then, I guess. and Pain are bad people.
0: Uh, its striker variants actually look like these colors are surprisingly complementary.
1: Uh huh. It worked better, ironically enough, on this. Probably just because it's more muted. Uh, Like, even though the Sword Striker on it is still blue, I think the blue works better with the gray than with the Gundam Tricolor.
0: Yeah, great. And
1: then the Launcher Strike, they just made gray instead of green, and that just looks better for the Launcher Slaughter Down. Remind
0: me uh, what the Lightning does again
1: Uh, the Lightning's the railgun pack.
0: Yes, okay.
1: That's It's a really cool one. Uh, I like the Lightning Striker actually a lot. It's a fan-made one, too, if I remember right. It was like a fan-made pack submitted for a, a thing uh, that became official. Um, and it was put into SRW also.
0: I just want to point out how much fun we get to have when we start reading like, the names of these, right? Because you shortened it, right? You just, you said it was the, the Slaughter Dagger. But, like, for example, the IWSP is the the GAT-01A2R plus AQM slash E dash M1-105 Slaughter Dagger IWSP.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you have, like, the S.W.O.R.D. 105 Slaughter Dagger, which is a funny name to me, too. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, it can use the Striker Pack, the, or the, the Lightning Pack pack which is cool uh may have gotten the lightning pack mixed up with another one actually because i can't remember if i thought there was a fan design pack but i can't remember now anyway just don't hold that to me basically um
0: was lightning the... pack though
1: is the cool railgun pack
0: this could be my memory i feel like i remember you saying the gun barrel was
1: maybe it was the gun hold on gun barrel dagger i know one of... I, I swear one of the the packs in the msv stuff was like a fan submitted thing but I can't remember what it was. It doesn't say anything for the gun barrel dagger that I'm finding. I can't remember now.
0: Okay, Fair enough.
1: But either way, uh, packs look cool. I mean, this is, I mean, it's a, it's just an edgy recolor of the strike da- of the 105 dagger though, ultimately. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we go into a different show. We cut into the, uh, the, 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 the what did I say? The, we cut into Gundam Seed destiny.
0: And after this, it's all going to be seed destiny. Um, the first machine is not that big a deal, but it pretty quickly turns very spoilery, so please be careful.
1: With the Dagger L, which is a successor to the Dagger that is a mass production suit that is not at all related to the Strike Dagger, even though it's kind of the successor of the Strike Dagger. But, you know, it's You can call
0: the- it a successor, Dylan. I think it's a failure.
1: Oh, really? Okay. So you don't like this one very much.
0: Uh, well, yeah. I don't like this one.
1: Okay. So for the head design, um... Goes back to doing, like, what the Strike Dagger did, only it's a bit more gym-like. Uh, the glasses, the the visor is a bit bigger. Um, it does have a, its own chin. It, much more gym-like head, though, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, like, a little... The, the area for the head Vulcans is kind of interesting, too, because it's like, uh almost looks like the uh Vulcan pod from like the uh Mark II and such just given the separate design of it Mm -hmm. or even like the ones on like the uh Sniper from uh from Rise from the Ashes and all that um but um yeah the torso it still has the little strike bars on the torso um does actually have a little like uh vent gap thing to add detail into the vent instead of just being two black voids um You know, standard red cockpit hatch, standard torso setup, very basic. Shoulders, very simple. It's shoulder armor with a little bit of armor on, like, the base of it, too, like, on the top. That is a bit of extra armor. The bicep is the same as the strike daggers. The arms are the same as the strike daggers. For the skirts, the central crotch piece is the same as the strike dagger and the other daggers, though the front skirts are the same as the 105 dagger, and the side skirts are entirely new. They are quite a bit longer. Uh, different beam saber mount in the side skirts here. And then the rear skirt is your standard. This is a big square with a thruster in the back. hmm Thighs are the same as the strike daggers. Legs are the same as the strike daggers. Uh, and then the, uh, feet are the same as the strike daggers. Uh, the backpack is the same as the 105 dagger. So this is basically a kit bash between the strike dagger and the 105 dagger with a unique skull. Or head. I don't know why I said Skull. Whatever.
0: I So the one thing I will say for this whole line of designs is I do actually like the idea of the cheap mass production losing the Ankle Guard. I've been thinking about it, and I think it's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, however, this is just boiling off every interesting thing about the previous two designs, about the, stri- the Strike Dagger and the Regular Dagger, to make yep. the most bland thing possible.
1: And then, of course, in Sea Destiny, you have the Phantom Pain variant, which uses the... Dark Dagger L instead of yeah. just the Dagger L, which is just a color variant, basically. Yeah. Um, we talked about these weapons before, but it uses an M703K beam carbine. Um, it's a smaller than uh, standard beam rifle, fires weaker beams, but has rapid fire abilities. It has fucking Vulcans with yet a different name, the Toad Shrekin. Right. That these they... are the
0: these are those anti infantry feet guns, basically, but on the head now.
1: Yeah um it has beam sabers that are located on the side skirts it has stiletto rocket propelled anti-armor penetrators which are just throwing knives that have thrusters on the back
0: and bombs in them and
1: bombs in them yes yeah, so they, they are a I knife that digs cool. in and explodes it's neat It's actually a cool idea yeah better than the mm-hmm. boomerangs i think that the, these are way cooler than boomerangs agreed um does have the same shield as all the daggers Um, I can see why they did a strike dagger, uh, P bandai, because, uh, this is the thing that got the regular release, ironically enough, is this, and you could probably just easily make this into, you know, the strike dagger with just the different head and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. the only unique bit that is new to this that we haven't talked about is the low, well, to the base machine is the low recoil cannon, which, uh, is basically a bazooka.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's zone it's the Gundam Seed Hyper Bazooka. Here we go.
1: Yeah, it looks fine. Um,
0: I actually kind of like it. Um, I like yeah. the way the um, like the I muzzle mean, specifically has a certain design where it like has a it tapers but sort of bulges up for a second. It's kind of hard to describe what I mean, but like it is like flat for most of its length with a little bit of variance, and then sort of pops up and then narrows yeah. down. I mean,
1: looks yeah, I mean, yeah. That on a lot of bazookas and them like the Dom's giant Baz, kind of has that, right? With like sure, the- but
0: this is all boxy about it. I like the yeah, this angles. is very
1: square, which I, I do think like it being more or not even square, but like like it has like a, uh i believe like a hexagonal barrel almost. It's mm-hmm. rounded at the bottom, but then it's got angles on the top. So yeah. By
0: but- the way, I'm just gonna say now there are gonna be some people who are like ah, you know, like this is spoiler, but like who really cares? But. There are going to be some variants with things that you really don't want to hear. There's some equipment. Yeah, yeah, no, there's some important things we've got to
1: talk about. So, yeah, do know this is an actual spoiler warning thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm saying this pretty early on. It's not going to be, like, the next thing, right? But, like, you know, we're we're going to actually get there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll get there. All right. So, do we want to talk about... We'll talk about its variants first and then it's developed into, so... Uh Uh-huh. Firstly, we have the jet dagger. So we talked about that jetpack. It is one of these wearing a jetpack. Uh, the I love that it's just called the jetpack too because that's such a boring name for it. Um, <laughs> it we've gone from Isle strike to jetpack. Um, uh, the jetpack has some surface to air missile or air to surface missiles, some unguided rocket pods, and some air to air missile pods. I feel um,
0: very bad for Nea that he couldn't afford to recolor his jetpack.
1: Yeah. Uh, then we have the Doppelhorn pack. Uh, slightly more exciting name, though. All it really is is just two large recoilless cannons. And, I mean, it's a but very like, simple design. It
0: like, don't... very large.
1: Yeah, they're big. <laughs> they're very big. I, I think I wish that this changed something on the legs, though. Like, if it added like some pieces to the legs to make it like more stable... It looks goofy to me.
0: Wiki. Uh Uh-huh. You need to do better. This is not a variant of the Wyndham. Oh. Read the first sentence.
1: Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Let me see. The doppel. Oh, yeah. Huh. So I just, I guess, copy-pasted that. Uh, and then we have the weirdest variant of all of them, which is pretty funny, actually. The wild dagger. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> oh, i love this machine so obviously we're in the sea destiny section now so we can bring up there's a thing in oh, that what a
0: friend this so is there's great. a
1: thing in that called the gaia gundam which is a gundam that turns into a dog um, uh-huh this is a gaia gundam that has been given the head of a of a dagger basically and it has some minor changes throughout the body it's mostly the same design because you know you can't really do much when you're turning into a dog so it's actually mostly just the uh Gaia Gundam's design just with a different head. Like,
0: but, but it's this is so funny how like okay, I have to I we're not going to talk about it, but I have to see if I'm crazy or is the Gaia Gundam not this stupid with well, its Well, the Gaia remnants. Gundam doesn't have
1: the gun in the head the way this does.
0: But no, it's like it has the it has the Gatling gun in the head which you can only use in quadruped mode. Otherwise, yeah. it cannot use it. It has a 175 mm smoothbore cannon in the tail that it can, like can only use in quadruped, yeah, and then actually, it has beam boomerangs in its head that it can only use in quadruped.
1: Okay, yeah, no, the 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 I will say the uh, the the Gaia Gunam is designed a little bit better than this and this idea.
0: <laughs> if, unless it goes into like shitty mode, it can't use half of its weapons. That's amazing. Well, I mean, you, if you're deploying this, you're deploying
1: it somewhere you want the quadruped, right?
0: Sure, sure. I mean, you're I not think it's these fantastic. deploying space. It's just so funny.
1: I do love, actually, the dog head design just having a fucking giant gatling gun in the middle. It does look cool to me. I kind of just wish this was a BQ variant instead. Uh-huh. Because if it was just a BQ with, like, a big gatling in the head like that, I think it would be a really cool machine.
0: But just also the way, like, the head is sort of naturally angled downwards, it's just, like, sadly pointing its Gatling gun at the ground.
1: Yeah, it's very goofy. It's a very goofy machine. Um, yeah, so, you mentioned all the weapons, basically, though, so.
0: Yeah, all the ones that are new, anyway. Um. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this suit had a multi-purpose chart on its lower back, full of various During counterinsurgency operations, the psychological pressure that the Wild Dagger placed on insurgents is more frightening than its mobility.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess if I saw a giant metal machine running around me quadrupedally, sure, I would be freaked out. But also, God, anyway, I mean,
0: is it scarier than a than a normal mobile suit? I guess it does have a Gatling gun for a face.
1: It does have a Gatling gun for a face, yeah. That is a little intimidating. Like I said, I think <laughs> yeah. it, as a concept, this design looks cool. It's just the practice of it and like how it shakes out is not.
0: I mean, I th- I, think it's, I think it's cool, but I think, you know, I think a clown can be cool.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you're damning with faint praise here, sir.
0: <laughs> it's true, it's true.
1: All right, now we're going to talk about the machine that develops from the Dagger L. Yes. The Wyndham. I, let me tell you about a suit that is so weird to me because I hate it in, again, this is another one where I think the high grade looks pretty good and I hate the, uh, the, the, the way the art looks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, By the way, this is the point where we're going, hey, no, seriously, don't listen. (laughs) So, unless unless, If you're not spoiled, please don't listen. This is a
1: primary mobile suit. That has a customized variant piloted by a masked man, much like an original Gundam Seed. This masked man is named Neo Roanoke. I hate him, uh, but anyway, the, so the Wyndham uh design changes. The head now has a full V fin again. Uh, does have it has cheek vulcans now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the torso is definitely made a lot fancier now. Like it's got like almost like reminds me of like the justice or something uh with like the way that it has these color vulcans and um the way the vent is and it's got like a some it's got like a pretty pronounced color scheme going on with like you've got like a white lining around the vent or like around the uh top like bottom of the the bottom of the torso area that's the upper torso and then also the vents are like this green Mm -hmm. and then you got black um, a lot of color separation. You got really big shoulders on this guy. Even for a seed, this guy's got beefy shoulders. And you know that they're supposed to be beefy because even the high-grade kit made them beefy when normally the shoulders get kind of smudged on a lot of these designs. hmm Um, which I just find funny. Um, yeah, and they have, like, big downward-facing thrusters on the back, a uh, little bit of bar. I actually quite like these shoulders, too. I will say relative to the other designs we've been looking at, this is a pretty exciting design, actually.
0: Yeah, I actually like the Wyndham a lot.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And again, like, um, I'm posting it for you real quick just for your benefit, but, like, looking at the model kit, I really like this model, actually. It looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, I have Um, it unbuilt, but I do have a... one sitting on my pile.
1: Beefy biceps, way more rounded. Uh, They don't have the bicep bar. We finally get new arms after all this time with daggers using the same arms. Um... Finally, new arms. Just big, beefy, rounded biceps on the top. Then, like, you know, the actual joint piece. Uh, For the lower arms, you've got pretty streamlined arms. You know, bigger wrist area and a little bit of an elbow guard. Or, like, you know, like, bracelet guard going on there. Um, The hands are hands. Uh, With the skirts. So, the most exciting crotch of any of the daggers so far. uh, You've got, like, a little, like, groove on the top. Like a little, like caved in area uh and then on the bottom you've got a thruster um you have two uh skirts uh these skirts are actually exciting because they have some layers namely that they have a top layer that has like a little bit of a gap before it connects into the bottom there uh and then on the very top you've also got like a little bit of like a vent or something there is what it looks like probably just Mm -hmm. holes for making it lighter um big side skirts with the beam sabers attached in uh again singular rear skirt but instead of it being the square it's got a more exciting shape so that's okay um it's you know a bit more like skirt like and it's not just a big square um, mm-hmm. uh rounded thruster in the middle of that uh for the thighs um you've got some interesting thighs they've got like a big piece on the front of them almost that has like a little bit of a gap in the armor uh, yeah the it kind of looks like of the
0: kind of looks like the instep guard that sometimes we get over the foot only this is for some reason over the thigh
1: Uh, then for the lower legs, you've got pretty similar knees to the, uh, dagger, actually, but the outer parts of the legs, you get some big thrusters. Um, like, you know, like, the style you get on things like a Mark II and all that, it's that kind of Mm -hmm. half thruster. Um, and then on the rear, you get a, uh, big thruster on the back of the leg. The feet are interesting, and these always look like they have a weird shape, even though I know... Well, no, actually, looking at the kit, these these are just weird legs, aren't they? They are
0: just weird feet, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, so, it has ankle guards for the front and the back. Uh, The back bar is really small, though. And then, like, the feet... So you've got, like, a normal foot on the front, but the back of it, instead of having, like, a, just your normal big heel, it almost has, like, two, like... two splayed-out, like... claw... like... not claws, like... W- They're, like, animal feet or something, right? Like, it's got... Yeah, yeah. Just, like, two little splayed-out heels, which looked really cool. Um, And then, finally, the backpack, it's a very simple thing, because it's the striker system, and it has just, like, the square thruster. Of course, it does have an aisle backpack that it can use. Uh, And then we're gonna get into some of its other packs. Um,
0: Yeah. Color-wise, you're looking at a machine that is mostly white, with primary blue, and then... Well, secondary blue, and then tertiary, sort of a dark teal. And despite I, I think this looks good, but despite Dylan talking a uh, uh I think I, I think Dylan speaking their truth about Neo Roanoke, but Neo Roanoke's colors are fantastic.
1: Oh yeah, no, the colors are great. They are black uh, and like a deep like wine red and like
0: And then, like, neon green green for occasional highlights. Yeah, like, specifically there's a shot here, I think it looks good overall, but there's a part where you see it swinging a pink beam saber with a pink handle, and it's just like, oh, I've never seen those match before, I actually really like how that looks.
1: Mm-hmm. It's neat. It it does look neat. I will say that. Like I I complain about the character. I also like that the face has like it, it it does like a white mask over the face, which is just kind of mm-hmm. an interesting look. I always like when you have a face color that actually makes it stand out. Like that makes the face itself stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's making a face red or white or whatever, uh, just make your faces stand out on your mobile suits. It looks cool.
0: And of course, uh, the the war has gone on for a long time. And yep. uh, Gundams haven't been able to cut it They've done well, but they haven't Locked things out, so it's time to close it out With the Wyndham, a portmanteau of Winning and freedom
1: Is it actually?
0: I don't know, I just said okay. that, but probably I thought probably. you were actually
1: reading that from something, so my brain was like, oh no <laughs> I think anyway, that's great Anyway, <laughs> the Wyndham uh, So yeah, this is the Earth Alliance's like New mass production suit And it's a pretty good one Like All things considered um, yeah. Like This is a pretty solid design um, it's, this is like, you know, it, it basically, they did mass produce the strike Gundam. Uh, and it, it, it does pretty good. It's, you know, the, for once the earth Alliance not being in the backseat. Um, so for, for packs, it has the ale pack.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: it uses the doppelhorn. We've talked about that. It also has the multi striker. Um, uh, uh-huh. yeah. So the it's able to strike
0: multiple targets.
1: Um. Um. So the multi striker for everyone uh, to know is yeah, it's a um. It is a ridiculous. Oh wait, actually, sorry. Real quick on the armaments, also forgot to mention this has a unique shield. Uh, it's a really neat shield. It has these like cool points at the front of it. I really like it. It also has two missiles on the underside of the shield too, which is neat. Uh huh. Um. All right. So, uh. There's another name for this pack, too. Right. We call it the multi-striker pack, right? But Right. This thing gets called something else frequently. This gets called the nuclear windom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's it's just because it's just so it's just so powerful, right?
1: Uh, because it launches nuclear missiles.
0: Oh, okay. A little more literal than I was thinking.
1: Uh, and it deploys a bunch of these. Uh, because scene Destiny decides what if the war crimes from the first show went extra ham and <laughs> Remember like that bit in the first show where oh we're we're having all these like Mobiuses launch the nukes and all that and we're gonna stop them? If I remember right in Sea Destiny that happens again with these but it doesn't get stopped if I remember right.
0: Yeah instead a shit ton of
1: colonies just get destroyed.
0: I mean, I, I I think part of the overall philosophy of Destiny that I agree with, which is like, hey, like, here's an, the specific example here is like, hey, if you're going to do a war crime and not apologize for it, you might as well just do a bunch of them at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you just have a fleet of these fuckers just mass firing nukes. Uh-huh. Uh, here's a, yeah a great shot of four of them, but we know from the scene there are many more just firing at colonies in every direction, (laughs) being like, hey, they won't catch all of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's just, pelt them with a ton of nukes, they can't stop all of them. Uh, Not only that, but then also, like, this machine's also scary because, as it mentions here, uh, a a single one of these actually can match, like, the Freedom Gundam in a one-on-one fight, and this is a mass production machine that they have now.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: So, you know. Now, we do see a lot of them getting destroyed by the the, the our, our heroes, so it still kind of is like a thing where there's a divide between the narrative and then what you like logically see. But, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is it is a common thing in That's I'm going to thing, say yeah. slightly poorly written Gundam sometimes where they're like, "Look at how sick this is," and then they never show it doing anything but getting owned.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, also we can use the jet pack. Sorry, forgot to mention that. You can use the jet windham, or the jet pack for the windham. And it's the same jet pack that we talked about earlier.
0: It's a bummer for me because I want to add like the whole model number for the multi striker, but I can't find it. And it's not yeah. like anything else mounts. the multi striker. So I was going to say, does the model
1: that? kit box say that? No, it's just expansion set. Um, yeah, no. Huh? Yeah. It doesn't have that. Interesting. Um. All right. Well, uh is there anything else on the window? No. So yeah, that yep. yeah. I mean, yeah, there is. Oh, no, there is. There is. There's is one really far future show.
0: Well, there's uh, also a variant we didn't mention. There's another loadout.
1: Oh, uh, what is it?
0: It's the doppelhorn.
1: I mean, I said it could use the doppelhorn pack earlier. We don't need to talk oh, okay. about that. Okay.
0: Sorry. You know. Skipped over that. All right. Yep. It's okay. It no, doppelhorn. like I
1: said, it's it's I just kind of mentioned it in passing because it's it, it it's the same thing. It's the two cannons. All right. And then mm. the final variant from a different future show. Minor show spoilers here. Uh, the Eldora Wyndham from Build Divers Re Rise. So, this is a cool machine, actually. I like the Eldora Wyndham. Uh, again, I don't like it as much in the art, but I like the model kit. <laughs> uh, this is a cool little guy. It's just, what if a Wyndham had a bunch of eyes on it? <laughs> um, like, what I feel if you look at so the head it's got the forehead camera and then the visor have now become three eyes um the chest now has a uh instead of vents just two eyes on the chest and it actually looks like a face with how the chest is colored too which i kind of like like it has like an open mouth Mm -hmm. um and then uh we've got the uh um, on the shoulders uh on the front of the shoulders you got two eyes The thrusters on the shoulders have also changed shape into, like, the same shape as the eyes, which I think is kind of a cute touch. Uh, The rest of this is pretty much the same in design to the original Wyndham, like, for the backpack and the arms and the legs and everything, other than when you get down to, um, so for the uh, feet, they now have claws. You've got, like, a claw toe on the front uh and then actually kind of a more normal back of the foot heel interestingly enough um i guess just to change it uh and then also we get a unique rifle and if i remember right i believe the shield design is also unique for this but i need a look i'm trying to pull up the model kit real quick sally was mm-hmm. a p bandai so it takes a moment to find uh versus the other things but yeah um where are you there it is eldor Wyndham. Okay, yeah, it does have a unique shield. Right, because it does something I think is really cool. Also, um, while it's not depicted here in the art, it does have uh, a flight unit, which I actually like the flight unit because it's like a pair of... They're like hiyakushiki binders, basically, rather than like standard ones. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they do have beam guns in the ends of the binders, too, which is cool. Um, and the other thing this does that's neat is the loadout actually switches a little because... It is based on the loadout of. It, it is still doing the Wyndham's thing, but it combines elements of the Wyndham with the Zaku's from Seed. So you've got a shield. It's the Wyndham shield, like complete with like you know the spikes on the bottom and everything, but also it's got like the ram spikes that the uh, Zaku shields have. Um, and then for the rifle, which is extra ridiculous, it's just it, it's it's a it's a heat axe that has a beam rifle on it (laughs) that's pretty cool Uh uh-huh uh and yeah i just think it's a fun little guy it's you know it's just a quick little variant that they did but i i like it i'm looking respectfully so many eyes (laughs) so many eyes um yeah no i quite like not my favorite eldora variant by any stretch but uh i think it's a pretty cool one you know it works yeah, uh, I, I think the idea of trying to, like, combine it with, like, the Zaku's is kind of fun, too. Like, with the armaments.
0: I think the, the slight redesign of the HG where it lets the two eyes on the face... There are three eyes on the face. The forehead one is still forward but the two other two ones sort of recess a little bit and it makes it look a little less bug-eyed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the art is very bug-eyed, I will say. Um, But, yeah. And that's basically it. Um, That's... Not as long as the gym, obviously, but still pretty long. One hour and twenty-four minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well. I think there are some cool machines in there. I think the Wyndham, for example.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or the Wild Dagger, which is fun. (laughs) So, yeah. Alright. Well, six. Uh... During our closing of the episode, do we have anything that we need to address? Any questions, comments? Yes, we
0: do. We pushed them off from last time, but it's time to handle these questions.
1: Yes, right. All right, what are they?
0: All right, let me pull them up.
1: Shoot. Actually, don't shoot me, please. I I would rather not be shot. (laughs)
0: Let me see where they are. Uh, Okay.
1: That was a weird yawn.
0: So, uh, this is from uh, Jamie on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, hello again, I came up with some listener questions. Not sure if they're usable or whatever, but just wanted to put them out there. Um, <laughs> they seem usable to me.
1: So, three questions. For reading them.
0: <laughs> first, what's something about mecha design you've learned in the course of doing the podcast that you otherwise might never have learned?
1: Ooh. You want to go first six? I feel like, because I was a like, you know, big mecha fan already, I feel like this is a bit harder for me to think about, but... I know you've men- even mentioned like before in passing, like look what the show's done to me. So I
0: mean, <laughs> names of anything, <laughs> you know. Like I think um, one of the things that I think I've really, I am trying to think like larger stuff because there's a ton, right? Because yeah. I just wasn't this style of 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 sort of deep dive design person. Um, I think one of the things that has made me way more conscious of is the way that like artists like cross-reference previous designs right of seeing stuff like oh here are like the gp style vents right like oh here's like this thing from a different series that isn't even like you know not necessarily the most important text but you can see that this designer was like oh i thought that was cool i'm gonna use it here um a, a very specific weird example i never thought about like ankle guards before, and it's really interesting to see, like, that it feels like one of the most like one of the design elements of mobile suits that artists cannot agree on how to solve.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Uh,
0: Also, honestly, I hadn't gotten any any gunplay that did this at the time. I just assumed that every MA mode was bullshit. And wouldn't work but some of them you could but a lot of them you could actually just do uh, ironically like, oh.
1: enough actually the reason why a lot of them don't look good is because they work
0: yeah that's yeah.
1: I, I like like you know as someone who used to be kind of a hater on transformers and then now has learned the joys that oh these toys are actually pretty fun and they they are kind of cheap when you just go to a target and you see a ten dollar toy and you're like you know what sure maybe i'll grab that because it looks I, I like the design of the robot and that's a cool vehicle uh-huh. Designing a transforming thing is really hard um, And I, I will admit like A lot of the criticisms Ironically enough that I have about like The robots in Transformers Those design elements that I don't like Are because they turn into Very realistic vehicles Whereas uh-huh. Gundam kind of has the opposite right Usually in Gundam I don't give a shit about Most MA modes some I really like If they look like shmup fighters I think that's good But there's a lot that I'm just like whatever It's an MA mode you know like like mm-hmm. I like the Gaplant a lot. I don't care about the Gaplant just kinda like folding itself down. <laughs> um Sure. And and it made me it, I did I did I did like it, that is something that separate from the show that I've realized though is just yeah, turns out that doing transformable robots is kinda hard. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you have to make sacrifices Either the one form or the other I typically prefer if the sacrifices are on the vehicle And the robot looks good Because that's what I'm here for is the robot Not the, not the vehicle, but that's just me um, mm-hmm. Or sometimes, I mean You know, for all we can say about Macross And all I can say about like I think Valkyrie, I like some Valkyries And I hate others, and I think that A lot of times they can be very samey I tend to like when Kawamori and company Actually do not transforming robots Like I like the Destroids from Macross a lot um, mm-hmm. But I will say this about Valkyries Kawamori did do a really good job Coming up with a design that is an appealing Robot mode overall That also turns into a vehicle that looks Like a vehicle mm-hmm. He did do yeah. that really well I'll give him that Um, I did think of something about what this show Has uh, made me realize and I just Forgot about it because I was too busy rambling about Transforming now fuck what was it There was something there's actually something that I was like, oh wait, there is something I realized with this show. What was it? Shoot. Do you have anything else?
0: I mean, I have a, you know, I have I have too many. I don't know. Um, Label a
1: couple more, real quick, while I'm thinking of what what, what my thought was because I actually had something and I completely. I
0: I think I it. had underestimated the ability of of MSV and its like to like salvage designs. Actually, here's a better one. Right? Is appreciating the difference between like gunpla and production art right and how gunpla can like in attempting to physically realize these designs they can change them i I almost always think for the better right yeah
1: generally and actually oh that was my point uh something i never realized uh that the show has made me analyze a lot more joints on robots i know this is a very weird (laughs) specific minute thing but joints like the arm joints and leg joints and whether they are or are not drawn or how they're considered. That's actually something that's like been really interesting for me because I never really thought about it. I mean, I knew that in first Gundam, right? They typically didn't draw robots with joints, but I never actually realized how long it took before robots started getting like, even in Zeta, when they have joints, um, that are, that look like real joints you you soon realize oh those wouldn't work though actually like at least mm-hmm. not for like a kit and stuff and i find that fascinating uh just like seeing like the design difference like when designers start actually accounting for that kind of thing right because like you don't really hit that until more like i don't know um it, it, it's weird uh it's just something that like I feel like designers like Hajime Katoki and like more of the nineties designers started basically designing with the idea of, Oh, I want this to work as like a figure or whatnot in mind. Not that I'm saying Okawara and them didn't like, obviously they knew that these things were going to be turned into toys generally, especially because that's a lot of the times where the sponsorship money comes from, but Mm -hmm. they didn't always draw that with the toy companies just did whatever they wanted anyway. Right? Like you look at Clover's Gundam toys. Those do not resemble even like first Gundams art at all. They're pretty terrible. And that's actually a thing that, ironically enough, we talked about the differences between Gunpla and, like, production art. And, ironically enough, the whole reason Gunpla took off is because they gave you the thing from the show rather than uh, this is our Super Robot Gundam with chrome parts, uh, a big emblem on the chest, and rocket punches. Mm -hmm. Like, no offense to Clover. And I'm not saying, like, if you enjoy those things that that's wrong. What I'm saying, though, is that Clover and the market, what they were into... With Gundam and what they wanted out of like figures and whatnot for Gundam, it was not the same as what Clover wanted to do and had been doing for years at that point. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway, yep. So like the joints are something that I never really thought about more until modern like times. So that's something that I learned through the show. Um and yeah, uh y- there was two other questions.
0: Yes. Uh Next question was uh what which weapons in Mecha best convey the fact that they are in fact greater than the size of a house, um, and I have basically an instant answer. I think of of the what I always think of, um, and I'm about to I'm about to reveal a truth that is going to get me in a little bit of, a little bit of hot water with some people. Okay, uh, I it. haven't seen F ninety one.
1: What?
0: I haven't seen F ninety one. Anyway, um, you should so see F ninety one. I, I know. I don't know why I haven't. I want to. I just haven't watch done
1: Watch F-91! It. I just posted the F-91s the other day on Coho's. You need to fucking watch F-91! Anyway.
0: Anyway, so I haven't, but I have seen, like, bits from it, uh-huh. and I am always, whenever I think about this stuff, I'm always thinking about the scene from F-91 where there's, I think it's a heavy gun, that is, like, defending a colony and just dumping with, I think it's even just Vulcans, though it might be a machine gun, I don't quite remember, and, like, the shells are falling and a shell falls and kills someone, just a spent casing, and F-91 suits are smaller than normal, like, than most of Gundam suits, also, so Mm -hmm. it's just, like, this even smaller than normal, it's, like, its waste product of its weakest weapon is enough to kill someone accidentally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, actually, F91 and Victory both play a lot with... Ironically enough, right? F91 and Victory, I think, are the shows, you know, they have the smaller mecha. I do feel like Tamino in those shows particular or in the movie in the show particularly, really likes to show, like, the scale of damage larger, like, large mecha do. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, kind of, like, yeah, I think of that, too. Like, stuff like, um... Or, or, like, the Jigen landing on the building, right, And uh, is another classic image for me from F91. Uh, mm. F91, because it has so much colony action that's really well animated, is, in fact, like, a really good touchstone for, like, you know, seeing the comparison of size. Because, yeah, sometimes it's hard to envision, like, just on art alone, like, how big is a mecha, right? Right. It's like, hell, I think Gundam mecha are way too big i'm gonna that's actually like my like one gundam hot take with mechanical design i think mobile suits should be about half the size they are hmm. i just think it's more entertaining that way uh because so. things can fit more in streets that way and they're still tall they're still big but they're not you know like i don't it, i i like a comfy zone that's bigger than bottoms but smaller than gundam um
0: I feel like I I don't necessarily agree that they should be smaller, but I think there should be more of a range than we see. Right? Oh like, see,
1: I like it when the, the I like it when the range is standardized, because then you can make the big things scary.
0: I I get that, but like I just I don't know, I, I can never fully rid myself of like like logic brain about this stuff. And it's like it makes sense that you would have models that are built for fighting in towns and colonies when needed and can walk around. But if you have a machine that's flying through space, there's no reason to bother with that.
1: It, it is kind of interesting because I was thinking about this in reference to, because we were doing the tabletop game, you know, Beam Saber, like, mentioning like the different sizes of the mechs, and my brain's like, if I ever make a setting, I think I'm just gonna have a standard size, and so anything that's, like, either bigger or smaller has to be, like, an aberration, which I'm fine with having aberrations, but, like, I know that my brain just goes, like, if I pick, you know, 10 meters is my height for mecha, that's going to be the baseline. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they'll have a range of, like, nine meter or like eight meters to 12 meters but you know if something's 20 meters that's a big deal
0: yeah you yeah. know
1: that's just kind of how my brain goes though with like my personal like kind of setting creation it's just it's something mm-hmm. i find it interesting because things work with different amounts of scale though and like you know uh not to quote the the devil's website but um well actually i can't remember the trope name so i can't even do it is it just science fiction writers have no sense of scale or whatever
0: I I don't know the, the one you're referencing. Sure. I think
1: that's literally the trope is just lying like that. It's just a reference to how like the problem is once you start working within like space and whatnot, the sizes get real weird. Mm-hmm. Because space is big. <laughs> um but yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh it's it's hmm.
0: Any, any other weapons have, that do that for you?
1: Any other yeah, I'm trying to think. of any other like big touchstones for like things that like make me like think about size in I, a way I feel
0: like it's rarely I mean like this is something that is so often down to the actual show, right? It's yeah, it's show rarely itself like does the it weapon than, Yeah. Yeah. Um, rarely does the weapon actually give you this context. It's the way you see the weapon get used that yeah. gives you these these impressions of of size and
1: cuz like a yeah. bazooka in Gundam firing like is huge, but I don't think of it as huge because generally when you see the bazookas used, they're not really used like they're they're used against other mobile suits, which are mm-hmm. big also. So it's like, sure, that's a rocket hitting a mobile suit, but it, like my brain doesn't like comprehend just how big is a three hundred and sixty millimeter rocket.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess if there's something that like as just a weapon without considering the um, the 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 animated context that kind of conveys that to me, it is when you do like intense amounts of micro missiles where you get these moments of like, how the fuck did that many things. Fit into something that small, and the answer is because it's not that small, yeah, you know, and that sort of that inherently does give you that moment of pause about plus micro
1: missiles are just way cooler than bigger missiles i uh, that's always my opinion. I think many small missiles looks cooler to me always than m- one big missile.
0: I think you have to design a big missile very well for it yeah. to be cool but and and so generally, I agree with you,
1: yep all right, third question,
0: third question this one is gonna be hard for you, I think. Okay. Um, Or maybe not. Maybe I just don't know. Uh, Who are some emerging names in mecha design that haven't yet worked on a Gundam franchise? And I guess I'm applying here. like Basically, oh, designers haven't. who you would like to see work on Gundam who haven't.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, that's what threw me for the loop there, who haven't worked on Gundam. I'm like, oh, I know a lot of up-and-coming designers. Problem is... Even what, you know what's fucked up about Witch from Mercury is, some of the ones I would say are working on Witch from Mercury, right?
0: Yeah, actually, the, the there's a par- parenthetical after the question, which is, a name like Koanaba would have been the kind of answer we're looking for uh-huh. pre-G-Witch. Uh-huh. Yep,
1: Koenaba is one of them, because uh, I used to say Ko- I've had Koenaba's artwork saved for a while. I didn't know about Jynthet until G-Witch, but also Jinthed I went to his Twitter and I'm like, fuck. Had I discovered this artist years ago, I love his mecha design too. So I would have been even more hype about seeing him work on it. So like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like uh, Jesus throws a wrench in it by just having a lot of new blood. <laughs> so that's
0: the that's the challenge for you. I am for myself, allowing myself to not pick emerging names, um, okay? Because I just can't do it like you can. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna say, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. He had a different fate, but I would have really loved to see some uh, Gundam designs from Yoji Shinkawa. Zone Avengers yeah. and Metal Gear, for anyone who's not familiar.
1: Yeah. Um, that's, you know what, that's fair. Um, ooh, you know it's a... He's not up and coming, but you know who's someone I really wish would design for an actual show? He did design for one Gundam thing, but it was a really weird side thing. I would like to see Junji Okubo design for a show. Uh, Junji Okubo did the designs, uh, on For the Barrel, if I remember right. Uh... Which is a weird Gundam side novel thing. Uh, huh. And the other thing he did designs for is stuff... So, he's more of an industrial designer. He does, like, quote-unquote, like, realistic robots, generally. Uh, he also did Steel Battalion's designs. Mm. So, like, here's, like, one of his art, like things from an art book that's just, like, the idea of this is just an industrial robot used for, like, construction and stuff. Like, he just comes up with, like, designs that are like this a lot of the time. Like, that are very, you know, industrial and kind of utilitarian. But also, like, he does... Let me show you some of his actual mecha now. Uh, Steel Battalion. Here we go. So, like, one of my favorite designs from Steel Battalion is the Decider, which is this one.
0: Ooh, that looks—it does give me co- kind of armored core vibes. But and here's like the quasar. Some... You
1: can see there's like a consistency in his designs here, because mm-hmm. he's designing these also kind of like how he designs his industrial machines. I would love to see someone like this work on Gundam though, um because I just—I don't know. I just think it's an interesting flavor, and it, we technically have people who do that, because like that was Kitoki's thing before he was like or like while he was doing Gundam, right? Is Kotoki was, like, trained in industrial design, and then mm-hmm. went into and then got into doing Gundam. Here's a cool, like, low shot of a mecha by him for uh, Steel Battalion there. I just, I think he does really neat machines. Um, he also did, like, ships in infinite space that are really cool. Um, I don't know if these are enemies from Steel Battalion, but these are in one of his art books. I really like, like, some of these. Uh, these are mecha. They're not bipedal mecha, but these are mecha, and they're cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a really good designer and I'm kind of sad he just like I said he did for the barrel technically but I, I would like to see him work on something animated bit of a cheap answer there because like yeah but uh, I'm looking through I, I am looking through my artwork though to see like okay who's I, got I don't
0: like- know that I don't know that I'd want a full thing out of this guy, but I would love to have a guest like mobile armor designed by Yoshitaki Yoshitaka Amano.
1: That would be interesting, yeah Because we know he does technically do some mecha design Because, like, you know, the Magitek stuff Right, like that's exactly art.
0: Yeah, it's like, like seeing that stuff and being like What would it be like if this guy was like Oh, and for this OAV I'm making, you know The boss mobile armor Like, yes, please, show me this Um,
1: oh, you know who's uh, So, this is this is a weird one to say And I still need to watch the show myself Because I know a lot of people I know really in- enjoy it Uh, Granbelm, right? I would love if the Grand Belm's, uh, if Grand Belm's mecha designer, um, would have gotten to work on, uh, would have gotten to work on things like, uh, it's, uh, Jimmy Stone is the alias he goes by online, uh, would have gotten to work on, like, some SD stuff, because I, I, he's only worked on, uh, for as far as I know, he's only worked on the one show, and I think his designs are great. Look at these little guys. These are fun for, like, little SD robots. Yeah. Uh. I know that, like, that's also a weird answer, but like I said, I'm just trying to think of, like, up-and-coming, and and that's, like, the hard, like, part of the question to me, right? Is the- Mm -hmm. who's up-and-coming that hasn't worked on Gundam?
0: Yeah, listen, Jamie, if- if you actually work for Bandai for Sunrise, you can tell us. If you're just trying to- to scout, you're using us to scout, you actually (laughs) probably shouldn't tell us, we'd probably make fun of you.
1: No. If I were you,
0: I would not tell us. (laughs) Unless- okay, listen, unless- we can work out a deal here right
1: honestly the thing that i've been enjoying lately is seeing designs by people who normally work within gundam going outside of gundam a little bit more like technically ipe worked outside of gundam but gundam was his big break and now like i love like have you seen his designs for uh sin duality that uh new i think it's a switch game
0: i Look have these not guys. wow
1: these are weird little guys but i love them
0: are they are they S D S because their legs are?
1: No, that's that's what they look like. They're small though. They are smaller
0: Mecha. Okay, I was like, how do those legs work?
1: Like like I think that whole upper area is the hatch basically, and you're just sitting in. You can see the ladder and stuff on the. Floor. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. These are All little. Right, that mecha. makes sense. Okay,
1: but I think okay. I think they're really cool. I like seeing his art, like getting to do weird stuff because he's got a very unique art style. Um. Ooh, I'm I'm like looking through. I'm like looking through my Mecha folder and trying to like see like recently saved um and it's just like it's it's hard to find like the like i said it's hard to find the up-and-coming mecha artists that haven't already worked on gundam in some capacity like um there's someone who's okay there is someone who's working on witch from mercury but he hasn't designed a mecha for it yet uh he's actually i believe the prop designer um I, or like he does some of like the uh background and prop design let me double check that credit uh a and n and always a good source for finding these credits um so i want to find uh peter okay yeah prop design eo kaku peter um and i went to his twitter and before he worked on like doing the prop design though like here's some mecha he's done uh both original and like draws of things i think he's a fairly solid designer um interesting he does some very I, he does a very vertical mecha in a way I think it's neat.
0: They look um like real robot touches applied to super robot design. Aesthetic. Yeah.
1: And like here's like a, a weird Dunbine one. Excuse
0: me, it says Petabine.
1: Yes, yes, I know.
0: <laughs> no relation.
1: Um, don't know what this one's based on, but I like that one too.
0: Huh. Yeah.
1: Just a lot of really weird, like like tall friends that i think are neat um that like i said it it's really funny because i went far enough back on his twitter and before he was doing prop design in mecca he was doing like very photorealistic art of like fake jets and like other military vehicles which i think was neat Mm-hmm. And these are pretty cool i like this tank a lot actually weird tank but i like it yeah um but yeah, um, anything else? Uh, just trying to think. Like I said, just I want to cover this because this is this is a good question.
0: It's just mm-hmm.
1: it, it it's just Gundam kind of poaches everyone eventually, like especially among people who draw the kind of mecha art that I like specifically yeah. too. Like again, like Witch from Mercury poached literally like two artists that I knew about before Witch from Mercury and already followed their work, and like. One artist that, uh, had I known about their work before, which for Mercury I would have already liked anyway, like, looking, like, the guy who designed, like, the Ariel and Lifrith, uh, Gen Thed does some really cool art. I love Gen Thed's artwork. Hmm. Look at these little guys. Like, I, I, I like the little guys, I like the big guys, I just really like the art. I think the Things art's are good. cooler than Ariel. Don't be mean, I like the Ariel a lot.
0: I don't dislike the Ariel, but these are cool and Ariel Ariel is compromised by having to be the protagonist Gundam.
1: I mean that's I mean that's every Gundam show.
0: I know it is, but Even i the just the furthest think that we means... can get
1: from that is like the G Self. And then you know what sucks is everyone complained about actually, people complained about the G Self and the Barbados and the Ariel all being not gundam enough still. Too. That's like the worst part about like I know we hold the distinction that we wish they could have gone weirder, but I think about like how the mass fandom in general is like, oh, the Barbados, this isn't Gundam enough, or the the G self, this sucks. The V thing goes out. Oh, that's so stupid. Or you know, I see all these comments and it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad, because imagine what we could have if people actually got freedom of design and things. And instead it's okay. We just need
0: like, to we need to produce uh, anime that are entirely three D models rendered in real time. And so we're just like, at the beginning of it, it's like, okay, are you an old head? And it just replaces the Gundam with the RX-78-2. It's like, okay, here. And all the enemies are Zaku's. Now you're happy. Fuck off.
1: Meanwhile, these three are by uh, Koenaba, who is actually mentioned, funnily enough. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, these are uh, sick. Yeah. He, he's also got some Gundam fan art that he did before Witch for Mercury. He's the one who did the uh, Faract and the Zawart. Uh. Um, Let me show you his Gundam fan art that he did before uh, Witch for Mercury actually came out. Which that's actually my favorite thing is finding like the fan art by these people, um, before they were working on Gundam because it's I don't know I just think it's neat. Uh oh, actually I forgot the Grand Bound guy. Okay, real quick. I'm sorry. I know this is running long, but this is fun and I get to share things with everyone. Uh, Jimmy Stone did some really nice art on Twitter. I would say don't hot link these because we should probably just recommend they look at their you know look.
0: At no, I I around. mean I always just download them and add them to a Google Drive folder.
1: Well, no, I was gonna say we probably shouldn't link these to people. We should probably, like, give credit, like, to the tweaks. I do feel oh,
0: bad, I can like, si- yeah. I can cite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, that's the by the Grand Belm guy. I really love his take on the Cassie there. It's great.
0: So um. Looks looks way more buggy like this.
1: Yeah, and here's like the, uh, ginthed, Uh, this is a Gundam he drew a while before he did uh, Witch for Mercury. That was him draw- drawing his interpretation of the Arc 78, which I think is cool.
0: There's something um, about the shoulders there that almost remind me of... What? They kind of look like... Like They give me some full-burner vibes, almost.
1: Mm-hmm. I can I see that. Him. And then, um, for Koinaba, uh, here's some of his Gundam artwork from before he worked on, like, the Faract and stuff. He's got some wild art.
0: Yeah, I think he's shown me this one before. I might have even shared it on the show before, but... Yeah. Drop it again.
1: He, he had some wild Gundam art, too. It's just funny, because, like I said, these are all people who you know, before working on, uh, Witch for Mercury, we're, like, Gundam fans anyway. Oh! Mm -hmm. Koku Peter, I forgot. Peter actually has a couple more, too. The guy who draws the tall ones. Check out Mm -hmm. some of these ones. Uh, this is a really weird one.
0: Oh, interesting. It is, yeah, an upper half and a lower half with a gun in the middle just levitating, connected by threads.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I think it's, like, Uh. supposed to be doing, like, the, the one, uh, You know, the one, like... The thing that you build where you have, like, the really thin threads that are able to hold up something that feel like they shouldn't because of tension. Sure, sure. I think that's what the idea is there. You also drew this one, which is a really weird-looking one. Speaking of weird directions to take a Gundam design.
0: Huh. Just Just having fun with it, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't know, like, I enjoy looking at these. I don't think I would enjoy them being used, but sometimes it's like, no, you just want to mess around with the design a little bit, and that's cool.
1: Mm-hmm. He actually drew the D Gundam there too, which always catches me off guard because no one cares about the D Gundam usually. So quite like this, uh, fucking, uh, big. I, it's like it's like a Xeon version of the XS is kind of what it is. It's,
0: it's like weird. a yeah, it's like a evil Marasai. Wait, as opposed to the regular Marasai, well, which a is minute. perfectly. Say is, that. I say mean, that, it's that. from That's the wrong. Federation. It's a good guy.
1: Um, and then, like, one more there for the Zekus by. Anyway, uh, that is to say, unfortunately, this is a hard question to answer because uh, there are so many artists that are new that get basically taken up by Gundam. I can't really think of anyone else right now. And even looking through my art, like I said, it's like, oh, these people were poached for Gundam at some point. <laughs> anyway, alright, so that's. Was it just the, those three questions? Yep. Alright. That was a long question and answer segment. All right. Well, six, where can people find you online?
0: You can find me on Twitter at six Detmar S I X D E T T M A R. Uh, and you can find, you know, that's actually, you know, backup. That's where you should send DMS. If you have questions or listener requests yourself, we do listener request episodes fairly frequently as well. Um, yep. you can get to talk about all sorts of stupid things or, you know, just cool things that you feel like we're not going to roll anytime soon. Um, and then my work you can find at com or Patreon.com slash ScanLineMedia. I, I do a lot of... I work really hard. I'd appreciate it if you check my stuff out. Dylan, what about you?
1: Uh, I am LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. I am LowPolyRobot on CoHost.com. Uh, I am not the most active both places lately, but, you know... Well, I, every day on CoHost, I post a daily mech. I do make a thing out of that because I think it's fun. Um... But, you know, uh, mostly on Twitter I was just screaming about Armored Core 6 getting announced because I really liked the trailer and I liked the elements they showed in it. So, yeah. And so I've been posting a lot of Armored Core stuff. Um, anyway.
0: Well, well, we're gonna get a line here from uh, Dylan's favorite character, Ace Pilot of the Wyndham. I make the impossible possible. I am the true Gundam Dynasty warrior. Ha! <laughs>